This is Mornings with Matt White. Can you believe it's only 10 days to go until the Tokyo Games? 10 days until we finally get underway on these delayed Olympic Games. And one person who certainly knows exactly what the athletes would be feeling at this stage, Casey Sablowski, as we used to know as Casey Eastham, a triple Olympian and a dual Commonwealth Games gold medalist, joins me on the line. Morning, Casey. Hi, Matt. How are you going? I'm good. Great to catch up with you. So, so let me start with that. As you approach a com- uh, an Olympic Games, you did it in Beijing, in London and Rio as well, and you get to this stage. When it becomes real, right, you're only a week away, how do you mentally cope with that? Oh, look, I think it, this is the most exciting part of it, the build-up um, leading into it, and I think now the athletes know that all the hard work, all the hard work's done and it's just about... Um, putting some good, solid performances and consistency out there. And, um, yeah, there's, there's not too much they can do at this point in time. The preparation, the preparation phase has been and done. And, um, yeah, they've act, all, all the athletes have had an extra year's preparation to um, get everything fine-tuned. So, look, I'm sure they'll be ready, but just really excited and um, wanting to get out there given everything what's going on in the last year and a half. It is so incredible, isn't it? And I'm interested to talk of to athletes like yourself who've been through this, but in a different scenario because you didn't have to face the year delay and you didn't have to face the COVID. You would have, you know, faced your troubles and, and tribulations along the way, if you like. But when your routine is interrupted at this level of, of performance, it can have a really weird effect. So there must have been a lot of hard work to go in to getting the hockey ruse in particular um, to a level where they're comfortable with the uncomfortable comfortableness around them if that makes any sense yeah I think and you know you just probably hit the nail on the head there it's you know elite sport is about being comfortable with being uncomfortable at times um and you know they have been faced with everything in this the last probably two years as well because at that stage uh, everything was normal and then really the last 18 months that's when things started to go a little bit pear-shaped but um you know usually you just have to deal with the, the smaller things which is your injury management things like that leading up but just the uncertainty you know a lot of athletes wouldn't have known um, whether it was going to go ahead or not go ahead. So I think there's going to be a lot of relief, actually, just um, from all athletes that it's going ahead. And, um, yeah, this is where the excitement kind of kicks in now. So, um, look, I've really felt for them. It's been a pretty troubling um, 18 months. And particularly, I think, for some of the older athletes, I think there's, you know, Olympic cyclers, obviously, for every four years. And, you know, some athletes are plan off the back of that four years what they're going to do so then to have that extended another year um, is really difficult and yeah, as I said particularly for those older athletes who are looking to transition out afterwards so another year is pretty hard on the body. Yeah, and, and especially for female athletes. There's so many female athletes who go, OK, I'll, I'll get to the end of, of what was going to be 2020 and perhaps I'm planning to have a family then and, and away we go. And then that might be derailed by the extra year. So it's an incredible, uh, it's just an incredible scenario that we find ourselves in. I personally can't wait, of course, to the game start. I'll be covering them here for SEN, um, but also to see the kind of performances that come out because there will be so many different performances. Now, let's get on to you. Modern day, current day, consultant coach, but also ambassador for Hockey New South Wales and one of the project leads for this new project which is called Towards 60. So can you tell us about it? Yeah, so um, I guess there's a bit of a background. So when I came out of, um, so it was pretty much straight out of the 2016 Olympics, um, like you mentioned before, the plan was for me to look at start having a family and fortunately that happened pretty quickly um, and I had Harvey by July the following year for my first son and look, through all throughout that process, um, I touched base with Hockey New South Wales and they just 
yeah, I couldn't have been more thankful for to an organisation for what they've they had offered me and what they were willing to do to just support me from that transition phase. But um, yeah, look, I, I've had some evolving roles with them over the time, as you mentioned with ambassador. Um, but really, probably this last six or eight months, um, I've taken more of a lead in this project that uh, a lot of the employees from Hockey New South Wales got going and then um, I started to take more control of it as the project was up and running. But um, yeah, it was this Towards 60 was essentially um, an evolution of our, our project from last year, which was our young and female coach project. Um, so yeah, what we're, I guess it's pretty obvious in sport, um, whether it's AFL, NRL, um, cricket, all associations are probably really struggling with retaining some um, female employees within the organisation, and particularly from us and, and other sports as well in that coaching realm. Um, you know, our, what we want to do with this project is really to start developing and retaining some of those um, female coaches, uh, create them as leaders as well, um, and get them in those off-field positions. And the Towards 60, I guess the name kind of comes from, we have 60% female representation uh, in, in terms of on-field participation. So what we'd like to see is um, getting up towards that 60% from female representation off-field, um, and that's where the name comes in. So at the moment, you've got 60% of players are female, and, and we know that. We've spoken about this um, week in and week out as, as part of our Hockey New South Wales Association, but only 40% of coaches and officials are female, and that's the number that you're trying to get up. So it begs the question, Casey, how do you do that? How do we do it? <laughs> and that is going to be the challenge, I think. Um, look, the, the good thing is that it's happening um, in sport across Australia, across the world, and I think everyone's gotten on to it. So um, for us, what it's going to be a bit about is networking as well and to see what other sports are doing and how they're making it work, if they're successful with things that they've done, um, but also just getting some research out there from our project and see whether our sport aligns to those as well. So, um, look, I'm sure there's going to be some consistencies across each of the sports, but our first, one of our first things that we want to do is create a survey and get that out to our database of members and really find out what the barriers are. Um, you know, and a lot of, we've done a fair bit of research into this and really looked, looked upon the um, Sport Island the women in sports project that they had running and um, identified some several several barriers that they'd had as well. Um, and look, we we are aware of quite a quite a few of those uh, with the female athletes or female athletes and also female staff that are involved in hockey New South Wales about what some of the challenges that we faced are um, and how we can best support that. So, I guess we're a little bit ahead of the ball, but we really want to get some um, clear info as to you know what are some of the barriers. Um, reducing the amount of females that we have representing, especially from an association coaching level as well. So yeah. we do know that, um, you know, our club coach, there's quite a lot of female representation in club coaches and um, we have a centre of development program as well and some of those coming through there. But once we start getting to the representation and the state-based levels, we're just dropping off those numbers there. So, yeah, that's our, our plan at the moment is to try and do some research behind it um, as to why it's happening and then try and retain and recruit some through targeted methods as well as um, yeah, looking at our current pool of coaches as well and see if we can develop, develop some Excellent of those. Excellent stuff. Yeah, excellent. It is a long-term strategic goal. So um, wish you well with Towards 60 and, and all your roles that you've got going on. Great to catch up this morning. Enjoy Tokyo. Uh, you'll be sitting back watching, I'm sure. Yes, I'm very much looking forward to I just did a post on Instagram the other day. I'm very much looking forward to watching it from the other side. It's the first time since 2004 that I've been able to yes. do that. So, um, yeah, I'll be eagerly watching the Aussies with my two little boys. Um, I've been fortunate to get through this interview uninterrupted, but I've had the little one just come and sit on my lap now. So, <laughs> it's probably good timing. <laughs> Perfect time to let you go. Thanks, Casey.
Absolute champion. So towards 60 is uh, part of this strategic goal of, of trying to lift the participation rate and, and the rate of females as coaches and officials from only 40% up to 60. Hockey New South Wales right behind it. And Casey, of course, a triple Olympian, dual Commonwealth Games gold medalist, a out-and-out champ. For more information, visit Hockey New South Wales, nsw, that is, .com.au. More after this.